You are listening to the Ingenious Podcast, where God's word is shared to build undisputed champions and mighty redeemers. This message is brought to you by the Ingenious Network. Enjoy the message. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory tonight. We ask, precious Jesus, that be with us. Lead us in the way of life. The entrance of your word brings light, brings understanding. And so we pray that this evening as your word enters into our hearts, into our minds. May our lives not be the same. We pray that may whatever we hear May the grace and the power to live it up be released upon us. In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, we pray. Amen. The emphasis after IJC 2023 is very strong, particularly on knowing who we are and not only knowing who we are but understanding the reason why the bible requires us to live in a certain way sometimes when we read our bible and we read that the bible requires us to live in a certain way it becomes a conundrum for some people for instance when the bible says that we should live beyond and above sin when the bible says that we are the light of the world the bible says that we are we are no longer citizens of darkness but we are citizens of the kingdom of light some of these statements sometimes it looks vague until we have a certain understanding and last week we were exploring we being ambassadors of the new creation we already know a lot about the new creation we've been talking about the new creation for some time now um so if you've forgotten what it means i do encourage you to go back start listening from episode 38 going and you, you are going to get clear on what the new creation is about now it's not just about the new creation it's not just about the fresh start for the past week we looked at the implication of the new creation for us and what it means for us to become ambassadors and in order to enhance our conversation i'm just going to backtrack i'm not going to say the same things i probably said last week but i'm going to say something similar to the thoughts i tried to communicate so the first point is that we have been made ambassadors. And now when we look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, when we start reading particularly from verse number 17 coming, it tells us that we are the new creation. We have been appointed as ambassadors of the ministry of reconciliation. We have been called to the ministry of reconciliation. Now we saw that being the new creation means that God is giving us an absolute fresh start. It means that he is, he is birthing us according to his nature. He is making us his own children. In the Bible, there is a principle that we call the principle of likeness. Likeness in species implies that like begets like. 
So if you're a dog, you, you give birth to a dog. If you're a monkey, you give birth to a monkey. If you're a horse, you give birth to a horse. If you are an ant, you give birth to an ant. If you're an eagle, you give birth to an eagle. If you're a human being, you give birth to a human being. And so we being born of God implies that what we have become now is in the exact nature of God. So whatever God is, however God is described, we now possess those qualities. And so when we look at the epistle of Peter, he says that we have become partakers of the divine nature. Now, being partakers of the divine nature is very important because when we look at 2 Corinthians 5 and we talk about the reconciliation, we communicated that when you look at the meaning of the word reconciliation, it doesn't mean settling a dispute between two people. But in the context of this particular writing, that is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, because 2 Corinthians chapter 5 basically focuses on the story of the resurrection of Jesus and the implication of his resurrection for us. So in the context of this particular writing, when you look at the Greek meaning of the word reconciliation, what it implies is being restored to a divine nature. So when he says that he has given us the ministry of reconciliation, what he is saying is that the ministry that he has given us is a ministry that focuses on restoring people to their divine nature. And we, we see that the divine nature is the very essence of God. And the essence of God is purity. The essence of God is holiness. The essence of God is righteousness. And so whatever God is, in the new birth, in the process of regeneration, he has made us exactly like himself. The implication is that when he says that he has made us ambassadors of this ministry, we have to understand that it is a family business. It's a family business. And the example is that if you are the Asantehini or you are the king of England and you give birth to children, by default, your children become known as royalty. So now that we have been born of God, what we are known as in the realm of the spirit is royalty. Because now wherever we go, we are identified as the children of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Holy God. And so now that we are children, we are the sons of God. And we saw that in Romans chapter 8, he says that if we are sons, then we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Now, the ambassadorial conferment implies that in the family business, you have been enrolled into the government because an ambassador is an appointment of government. And when you are appointed as a member of the ruling government, you become the responsibility of the state. So as ambassadors, we are no longer living for ourselves, but what we are is that we have become the responsibility of the state. If we have become responsibility of the state, what it means is that when he gave birth to us, 
two things happened. Our position was changed and our status was affected. Now, prior to being born again, we were known as sons of the devil, children of darkness, people in whom the prince of the power of the air has his own way with. So prior to being born again, our identity was with the devil, was with the, not only with the devil, but with the kingdom of darkness. But now that we have been born again, the book of Colossians says that we have been translated from this kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son of his love. We have been translated to the kingdom of Christ. So now that we have been translated, the implication is that our position has changed. And with the position comes the honor of elevation. That honor of elevation is being given the family status, the family badge, royalty. So Apostle Peter said that you are a royal priesthood. So we have been conferred with the royal badge. Our status has been elevated. And because our status is elevated, we are no longer private citizens, but we are public citizens. And we are not just public citizens, but we are public citizens with honor, just like any ambassador in an elected government in the earth. And so by our elevation, we have been raised to a level where we are exposed. So Matthew's gospel chapter number five says that we are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. The elevation that we have received, you and I, as we are in Christ, we can no longer be hidden. Because the Bible says in the book of Colossians that Christ has been exalted and he has been given a name that is far above all principalities and powers. That same elevation is emphasized in the book of Philippians. That Christ is now the head of all principalities and powers. And the book of Ephesians chapter number 2 says that we are now seated with this Jesus in whatever realm he has been elevated to. So because we are seated with him, what we are is we have become visible beings to the entire creation because we are identified with Christ. And so what we have become is we have become the light of the world. And so just opposing on these points to today's emphasis. Now, remember, the theme that we are working is new creation ambassadors, agents of light. So just opposing all these points I am making to re-being Agents of light. What does it mean for us? What does it mean that we are agents of light? Well, the first implication is that you can no longer hide your identity. It is obvious if you are truly born again, you cannot have a private life. So if you are a Christian and your ambition is that I want to stay in my corner and mind my business, it will not work. It's like being the president of Ghana and saying that I want to hide that I am the president of Ghana. It doesn't make sense because by the reason of your office, you are naturally exposed to be known. God is light, the Bible says. He dwells in light. The place where he dwells is, is called light. Who he is is light. God is light, the Bible says. 
in him there is no darkness that is what apostle john says if in him is no darkness then it stands to reason that now that we are elevated we have to learn to embrace who we are and so that is what we are talking about tonight that we are agents of light and i want to take this conversation in two aspects or from two perspectives the first perspective is this if we are agents of light the implications are these in my opinion the first is that we are agents by our state of being by our state of being then we are agents by function i'm going to repeat it again if we are taking this conversation in light of the topic that we are agents of light then what we are saying is that we are agents in the sense of the state in which we have been formulated then also we are agents in the sense of our function so let me take the first point by the state of our being the way that we have been made now when we talk about being the new creation right the new creation as i said means that we are born with the very nature of god and by being born with the very nature of god the implication is very simple is that we are everything that god is so the bible says in john chapter 3 verse 16 the promise of christ is very simple everybody that believes in him has what he calls eternal life eternal life the implication that we have eternal life is this now we are talking about the state of our being for you and i we have been born again not of air perishable seed we are born with the very nature of god so what we are is what god is that is our state jesus describes the born again process in a very interesting way john's gospel chapter number three jesus is talking to nicodemus and he is presenting the state of the being of the new creator, a person who has gone and received the new birth and he says in verse 4, we are reading from verse 4 coming, John's Gospel chapter 3, verse 4 coming. He said that Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So you see, when we are born again, the implication is that we are born of water and the spirit. Verse 6 is that, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. So Jesus is telling Nicodemus that, if you want to be a member of God's family, you have to be born by the Spirit of God. And when you are born by the Spirit of God, you bear the qualities and the true image of God. Remember in Genesis chapter number 1, he said, Let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. But we find in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15 is that, 
the first creation even though man was born in the image and the likeness of god it was not in the true image and likeness of god because the bible refers to the first adam as a living soul and he refers to the second adam the one who truly gives birth to us in the true image and the true nature of god he calls him a life-giving spirit now maybe you don't understand what i'm saying about the second adam being a life-giving spirit but the scripture is clear about who the second adam is let's look at hebrews chapter number one verse number one and two hebrews chapter number one verse number one and two in hebrews chapter number one verse number one and two it tells us that in the days past in the ages past in the days of the prophet god spoke to us by the prophet but now he is speaking to us by his son who he has appointed as heir of all things by whom he made the worlds let's go to verse three and four and you are going to realize that it refers to this son as the one who bears the true image of god he is the very imprint of the very nature of god and when you understand that this jesus is a very imprint and the very nature of god then you understand what the scripture says when he gave birth to us hebrews chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 who being the brightness of his glory so jesus is called the brightness of his glory the express image of his person now the phrase express image there what it literally means is like it's like a stamp put on a paper it is the very replication of the image in the stamp so jesus is the very replication of the image of god he is the express image of his person upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high being made so much better than the angels and he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they so christ is that image so when we are born of the spirit we come to bear the image of the son of god we come to bear the image of the father we also become by the born again process the express image of god we become the brightness of his glory we become so when the bible says that be ye holy for i am holy he's not saying that go and be what you are going to be no the moment we become born again we become light we become pure we become righteous we become holy by the born again process we become like god we become the express image we become life-giving spirit now let's go back to john's gospel chapter 3 verse 6 says that what is born of flesh is flesh what is born of the spirit is spirit now remember people read john's gospel chapter 3 and they say that ah it looks like nicodemus was foolish he was not understanding what jesus was saying no nicodemus understood the implications of what jesus was saying he was saying to jesus are you singing as 
children of God, we should believe in reincarnation. That we will once again go into our mother's womb to be born again. Some religions believe in reincarnation. And Jesus is saying that you, you are a teacher of Israel. And I'm talking to you about things that concerns the kingdom of God. And you are talking to me about reincarnation. No, I'm not talking to you about reincarnation. I am talking to you about regeneration. Being born again is about the regeneration process. Receiving the seed of God to become just like him. So Jesus tells him in verse number 11 that, I speak to you about the things I know. And I'm telling you about the things I have seen. And you don't receive my testimony. Jesus said something very interesting in verse 12. He said that, if I am talking to you about heavenly things and you don't believe it. If I'm telling to you about the realities of God in the earth and you don't believe it. How can I talk to you about the realities of the heavens? No one has ascended into the heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the son of man. So the conversation that we are having is that as an agent, you have to know that it's like when we were doing science in school, they tell us about the three states of matter, right? Matter is solid, matter is gaseous, and matter is liquid it is one element but it can identify itself in three states so when we talk about matter we know that that is the state of matter it can be found in a liquid state it can be found in a solid state it can be found in a gaseous state now when we talk about the born again believer you can be found in only one state that state is called the nature of God. That nature of God is also referred to as the divine nature. That divine nature is also referred to as light. God is light. Haven't we read in our Bible that God is light? God is light, the Bible says. That's what the epistle of John says. God is light. In him is no darkness at all. So that state of being is called light. So you are light. By nature, you are light. You are not going to be light. You see, sometimes we have interpreted being light to mean doing something extraordinary so that you will stand out. The only extraordinary thing that you have to do in Christendom to become light is to become born again. That is the only extraordinary thing you have to do in Christendom to become light. If you want to be light, you have to be born again. Because when you are born again, you become just like God. And God is light. So you are light. That is the state that you are. So if you are light, then by implication, you are pure. There is no darkness in light. So you are pure. So by implication, again, you are holy. Because if you are not holy, you are profane. Or you are stained. So if there is no stain in you, you are holy. And also by implication, you are righteous. It means you are blameless. It is a state. You see, when we got born again, we were gifted with a state of being. That state of being is called the nature of God. So when God says that, be ye holy, what he is saying is that, be born again. Be born again. Be born again. When the scripture is saying that 
be righteous. He is saying that be born again. Be born again. Accept the nature of Christ. Accept the birth of the spirit. Allow yourself to become a new creation. Allow yourself for God to take you out of the natural realm of destruction and make you a part of his family. Everybody that is in the family of God bears the nature of God. And that is what the Bible refers to as the saints of God. Everybody that is in Christ is referred to as the saint of God. The Greek word is hagios. Hagios means the holy ones. That is what it means to be a saint. When we say that Saint Paul, what it means that Paul the Holy One, Saint Peter, Peter the Holy One, the word is Hagios, the Holy Ones, the Holy Ones, the Holy One. So you and I, what we are is the Holy Ones. We are the Holy One. For God refers to himself as the Holy One of Israel. And so what we are is the Holy Ones, the Hagios. And so in the book of Ephesians, it talks about the saints, the saints. So you are a saint when you are born again. When we look at some scriptures about we being saints, right? First Peter chapter 2 verse 9 says that, but you are a chosen generation or a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. The word holy there is the word hagios. So the, the nation of God is called the nation of the holy ones. It's the kingdom of the holy ones. Now, when we look at Romans chapter 1 verse 7, Paul in introducing himself to the church in Romans says that to all that are in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, Hagios, Hagios. So we are called to be his holy people, the saints. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 2, to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his saints, holy people. So you are holy, you are righteous, you are pure. That is the state of your being, you are light. There is no darkness in you. So you see, it becomes nonsensical for somebody that is pure to come to God and say that I am darkness. To help me it becomes nonsensical to the spirits when somebody that is redeemed of the lord comes to the lord and says to the lord that i know that you have redeemed me and you have changed me and and christ is my lord and i know that i've been truly born again but god i am a sinner how can you be light and darkness at the same time because whoever is a sinner is a person that is identified in the Bible as darkness. So how can you be light and darkness at the same time? You cannot be light and darkness at the same time. So remember, the state of your being is light. That is, that is your natural state. And that is why the angels don't understand or the spirits in, in the heavens don't understand when you who is made pure by nature made righteous by nature who is made holy by receiving you see what has happened is that we have received the nature of christ in us 
you want to live like somebody who is a daughter or a son of the devil they don't understand it's like whoa, what's happening so imagine that your father is despite everybody knows that your father is despite or your father is warren buffett or your father is elon musk or your father is mark cuban or your father is uh, one of these tank shark people billionaire by status everybody knows that you are that person's son and you wake up every morning and you take your clothes from your father's house and you go and sit on the street and begin to beg for money and say that i am homeless the people who know you when they see you they will ask you ah is, is everything all right does he have a mental problem so you see when when we who are saved we choose to live a sinful life that is how it appears in the realm of the spirit are, are these people all right do they do they have a mental problem but you see that's the truth many of us have mental problems and that is why in romans chapter 12 it says that allow the word of god to deal with your mental problem let the transformation that has taken effect in your spirit be manifested in your life by the renewing of your mind by the word of god like we are hearing tonight it is your nature to love it is in your nature to forgive jesus does not understand that you are born again you said as for me i can't forgive as for me i am better as for me as for me dear th- th- that's how i talk ma- ma- <laughs> no that's not you you are behaving like somebody who is mentally unstable how can you a son or a daughter of the creator of the universe pick your things in the morning go and sit on the street and beg you see when you read scriptures we we have to find time to interrogate the scriptures david said that i have lived long never have i seen the righteous forsaking nor their children beg for bread now i want you to take your time and read your bible look at those the bible called righteous you realize that adam was not called righteous you realize that abel was not called righteous the first person to be called righteous was noah and noah was not poor the second person to be referred to as righteous was abraham and abraham was not poor in fact if we are we are going by the chronology of the bible and what bible scholars believe to be the first book that was ever written it is believed to be the book of job and look at the description of job he was a righteous man if you read the book of job job was so convinced of his righteousness that he was able to stand before god and say that i have not sinned i am righteous are you convinced of your righteousness you see the people that are referred to as righteous abraham the bible says that he believed god and it was conferred to him that you are righteous when god said to abraham you are righteous it was because of he believed he believed he believed so now that you and i have believed in the lord jesus christ a declaration has been made in the entire universe about the state of our being and that declaration is that from today yando is righteous from today yvonne is righteous from today dr karen is righteous from today wendy is righteous from today donair is righteous from today 
Chelsea is holy. From today, Hetty is holy. From today, Noah is holy. From today, Ebenezer is righteous. It is a declaration. It has been written down. That is forever who you are in the books of God. It is by declaration. So it is like if you are a Ghanaian and the president of Ghana goes on the state TV or the parliament of Ghana goes on the state TV and say that from today we pass a law that every Ghanaian shall be referred to as a holy citizen. Please, so if you go and you do whatever it is that you have to do, can that declaration change as long as you are born in zion that is who you become as long as you are born in ghana that is who what because it is a state of being but what we have found is that believers love to live contrary to the state of their being we love to identify with darkness so jesus in the gospel of matthew says that light came but the people shunned light because their deeds were evil so they loved evil so they loved the darkness more than the light they ran away from the light because they love to do evil deeds so you see the reason why you claim that you are for you you can't forgive is because your heart is evil your mind is evil you want to live like a child of the devil yet claim to be a son or a daughter of god because of the blessing that he confessed the bible says that everything that pertains to life and godliness everything he has already given us why because the moment we became born again the moment we became born of the spirit we were born with everything that we need to manifest the divine nature the promises by the many great promises that we will become partakers of his divine nature you have everything available to you to live like god i say no it's too difficult i cannot forgive i am bitter i cannot love uh, for me i'm a sinner no. come out of that mindset don't deny your state you are light don't deny you are light you are light and that is why when you read the bible you are going to find that the beckonings of the spirit about being lights it's all about shine out of the darkness let the darkness know that you are not like the darkness james chapter 4 verse 8 says that draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners purify your heart you double-minded people so you see whenever they talk about sinners it is always the imagery of darkness now let's talk about the second nature the second nature is that we are agents of light by function so you see our design we are designed to produce light that is how we are designed by nature that's how we are designed so what we do is produce light that is our function the one thing i can assure you you know how to do is shine you see many people are not sure of their ability to shine some psalm 27 let's look at psalm 27 verse 1 see i, I guarantee it the one thing that is very simple for you to do is to shine. It's like telling a light bulb that I'm coming to encourage you to shine. It doesn't make sense because all you have to do is turn on the switch and the light bulb will function in the state of its creation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light. 
This God has given birth to us. He is our light. You are light. You are created as light. The simplest example I can I can use is you are a light bulb. You were created to be a light bulb. You have already been born as a light bulb. The only way we can know that you can shine is to plug you to the power source and to turn on the switch. I cannot encourage a light bulb that is not plugged to the power source and with its switch turned on to shine. If I have light in my house and I am experiencing darkness and it is not light off like we call it or the electricity is still flowing but it is the switch that is turned on and I come and stand before the bulb and say that today I am going to prophesy that you will shine. I am, good, I am encouraging you that shine because you can shine. No, what I am doing is I am wasting words. I am wasting energy. I am wasting resources. If I want the bulb to shine, all I have to do is to turn on the switch. And so that is what Jesus told us in the book of Acts chapter number one. If you want this nature that you have received to manifest in its full state, in its full form, with its full flair, in all its glory, in all its majesty, then wait for the baptism of the Spirit. There are two kinds of baptism that we have to receive. The first baptism is the, the baptism of salvation. We receive the Holy Spirit in our hearts to be born again because the Bible says that when we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is given to us as the seal of guarantee. So that is the first baptism. But there is a second baptism that blocks us to the power source. And this one is called the infilling of the Spirit. You see, many people have received the Holy Ghost, but they have not received the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Because the infilling of the Holy Ghost comes about when you wait. You have to wait on Him. You have to ask Him to plug you to the power source and to turn on the switch. And when that switch comes on, hmm, you will shine. You will shine, oh, you will shine. The moment the Holy Ghost comes upon you, Acts chapter 10 verse 38, I believe, says that how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. When you are plugged and plunged into the source of the spirit and the light switch is turned on in the spirit for you. You will shine. The reason why many of us are, are not shining is not because we lack the capacity to shine. We are created with the ability to shine because just like a light bulb or any light producing element or item is created in the state with the capabilities to shine, all we need is to plug to the power source and to have our switch turned on. We need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost comes upon us, then we become the agents of light. When we are born again, we are born into the place where we become agents. It's like being accepted into the police force. You see, you can receive a letter that you have been accepted into the police force of the Ghana Armed Service or you have been received into the Air Force. That appointment letter 
it can only be active after when you have been what initiated after you have gone through a certain process and you have been given the uniform so even though you have received the letter of appointment as an army officer as a secret service agent as a, a police agent as a navy whatever it is all you have received when you got born again is to receive your appointment letter now if you want your appointment letter to take effect you have to take the letter to the office and go through the process of initiation and after you are initiated you will be given the things that will authorize you to become the things that the letter stated so they will give you a uniform they will give you a rank they will give you a badge they will give you an office and by reason of these things you are initiated into the place where the letter was given to you so many of us what we have received in christ is the appointment letter but many of us have not showed up in the office for us to be initiated into that place into that capacity where we can function as light so for many of us what we have to do today is to take our appointment letter and to show up in the place of prayer and say that god i gave my life to you and jesus came to be my lord i am born again but now i have come before to receive the place of my office i have come to be initiated into my office I have come to receive the tools, the instruments, the items that authorizes me to function in the capacity that you have created me. And when we begin to pray, so he said to the disciples, go and wait. And when the spirit comes, you will be my witness. You see, the agent of light is the witness of Christ. You cannot be a witness until your appointment letter has gone through the processing phase and your final authorization has been given by way of the uniform you have to wear if i'm appointed as the head of the ghana police force and i only receive a letter and i don't take the letter to a particular office for the letter to be sanctioned because you see i cannot appear anywhere with the letter and say that i am the inspector general of police no it doesn't work that way you take the letter they will give you a badge and a uniform you see there is a badge and a uniform in the holy ghost and when we wear that badge and the uniform in the holy ghost we become the agents of light and so we get the authorization to appear anywhere and say that let there be light and light will be <laughs> you get anywhere and say that let the sick be free and the sick will be free let the bound be loosed and the bound will be loosed let broken hearts be mended and broken hearts will be mended beloved we are agents don't take your letter and celebrate your letter and go and put your appointment letter into your wardrobe and say that i have been appointed i have been saved i have been saved i have been don't take the certificate of your salvation and go and hide it in your trunk take it to the office of the holy spirit Holy Spirit, I am born again. I have come to receive a uniform of authorization. And I am not leaving your presence until I have received my uniform of authorization. Because what I am is an agent of light. 
I must go and show the world the love of the Father, the mercies of my God, His benevolence and His kindness. Oh, I must go. I must go and rescue the perishing. I must go and rescue the dying. But before I go, I need my uniform. So put on me my uniform. When was the last time you had a retreat and said that, Holy Ghost, I have received my appointment letter. I have been born again. I believe in Jesus, the Son of God. He has become the Lord and Savior of my life. And I know and I know and I know that I am no longer born of flesh and blood. I know and I am convinced I am born of water and the Spirit. I know that I am the seed of God. I am born with an incorruptible seed. I know I am convinced because I believe that he died on the cross and I believe that he rose again and I believe that he is coming back again and before he comes there are works I must enter into I must enter into the works of the sons of light and I need you to authorize me authorize me Holy Spirit authorize me Holy Spirit give me this opportunity to shine you have created me to shine so put me in the source of power and turn on my switch demons are not afraid when you present your appointment letter (laughs) they can even question you on you see just imagine it imagine it that you have been appointed a general manager of a business and you have not showed up in the place of that business and you are presenting your appointment letter to people who know the business and say that i am now the manager of that place they will question you and say that how do we know that this letter is true how do we know that what you are presenting to us is not manufactured by you if it's truly from that office then take it to that office and when you take it to that office that office will do an announcement. Yando is now the CEO of Nestle Ghana Limited. Everybody in the world will now know that Yang, you, you now you don't need the appointment letter because the announcement has been made. The switch has been turned on. So wherever you go, even if you don't announce yourself, somebody will recognize you and say, that is the CEO. Of Nestle Ghana Limited. That is the CEO of Ghana Education Service. That is the CEO of Ghana Medical Association. That is the CEO of the richest tech company in the world. That they will see you. They will see you. Oh, people of God, tonight you are agents of light. Don't hide your righteousness. Don't hide the fact that you are holy. Come to the Holy Spirit. Come to the Holy Spirit. Come to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit sanction your holiness. He is the seal of approval. Let him authorize your your born again certificate. And say that yes, truly. Dr. Karen is born again. And from today, Dr. Karen will operate with a healing ability and this is my signature to act 
and he will touch you. And you realize that from that day, every time you lift up your hands to pray, people will be healed. And that is how I know that this evening, I have gone to receive my authorization. And that is why I am confident that everywhere I go, signs and wonders follow me. I don't, I don't have to pray for signs and wonders. I, I have received the authorization that everywhere I go, signs and wonders. And if you are listening to me tonight, I know what is happening in your heart. Because you see, that day when I went to the Holy Spirit, and I said, I have come with my appointment letter from Jesus Christ. This is my letter to say that he has received me into God's family. He has received me into God's nation. He has received me into God's kingdom. Now he has changed my name. He has changed my status. He has changed my position. I am now called Yao Andomensan, the Holy One of God. The righteous one of God. The name of Christ is upon me. The imprint of Christ is upon me. And when I took that certificate, he told me, he told me, the Holy Spirit told me that from today, wherever you will stand to speak, the hearts of men will bend. <laughs> so as I speak to you, I know that your heart is being stirred up with fire. Because he told me what will happen. Everywhere he will send me to speak. The miracles that will be born in people's hearts. And that miracle is being born in your heart right now. I know. You know, just like Jesus was confident to know that he can make the blind see, he can make the deaf hear, he could cleanse leprosy, he could raise the dead. I know my capability in the spirit because when he authorized me, he told me exactly what he would do with me. Do you know how he is making you shine? Some lights are called smart lights. Some lights are called fluorescent lights. Some lights are called lead lights. What light are you? Do you know the description of your life because you can only be an agent of your function i cannot go anywhere and they will say that we are we are calling prophets and i will rise to go that please pray for me i'm a prophet i am not a prophet my light has not been authorized in that office but i can tell you for sure when they call the teachers, those who open up scriptures, I will rise because I know that in the teaching of the word, I am authorized to teach. Oh, I know. I know. Sometimes I even say things that even surprise me. Sometimes I understand things that I think everybody knows and upon talking to people, I realize that people are not seeing and I'm like, no, this is so obvious. It's so simple. No, you see, I know the area of my authorization. And as long as I function in the area of my authorization, my light will shine. Because in that place, 
my light switch has been turned on so i don't have to struggle to shine many people are struggling to shine because they don't know their place of authorization maybe you are called to be a kindergarten teacher but you are so eager to be a lecturer you will struggle to shine your light will not be felt you will shine but you you'll be like light in darkness take darkness nobody can feel the impact of your life some people some people are called to serve some people are called to be followers but they want to be leaders so your impact will not be felt because you are not in a place where your switch is authorized to be turned on beloved in christ jesus this evening i come with a word the word is that you are an agent of light you are an ambassador of the new creation and you are an agent of light you are light shine 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 go to the holy spirit some people it's been years since you went to the holy spirit when i say go to the holy spirit i don't mean say a prayer and say oh holy spirit i am speaking to you now i mean go to the holy spirit go and wait on the holy spirit the disciples waited for 50 days when was the last time you waited when is the last time you said that i am right here holy spirit i'm not going anywhere till you come come and authorize me come and teach me come and anoint me come and empower me come and renew my strength and they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they will mount up with wings as eels they will they will run and not be weary they will walk they will not faint. Yes, even the young men, they will be tired and they will faint in that season. Right? But upon them that wait upon the Lord, upon them that wait, upon them that wait, your shining will be undeniable. Your shining will be undeniable. So this evening, I come with this word. Wait on the Spirit. Come and receive your authorization so that you can function with the proper recognition that you deserve in the spirit. Don't go ahead of your appointment letter. Don't act with your appointment letter. Act in your initiation. Act in your initiation, not with your appointment letter. As important as the appointment letter, the initiation is very crucial. It's very, very crucial in the process. This evening, I pray for you and I. I pray for you and I. Oh, I pray for you and I that we will shine in the place of our callings, 
in the giftings and the abilities of the spirit that he has bestowed on us for those who don't have a gift ah go and wait upon the lord you need a gift you need authorization the gift of man will open a door it is the gift that signifies the authorization if you don't have a gift it is a sign that you are operating with your appointment letter go and receive a gift from the holy spirit so the apostle paul says concerning the spiritual brethren i don't want you to be ignorant don't be ignorant go for authorization don't be ignorant don't go ahead of your appointment letter go and receive authorization and this is the confidence that we have we are of god beloved you are of god to everybody listening speak life teach your family teach your children let them know that they are righteous let them know that they are holy my son went to school and he said that his teacher said he will not go to heaven because he was not i say when you go tell your teacher you are god's favorite son <laughs> you are holy and you are righteous when the holy spirit lives in you you are going to heaven no matter what is happening oh refuse to let your children be taught by ignorant people assume the responsibility to teach your generation the truth you and i we are agents of light we must assume the position to teach our generation the truth truly truly i say to you you are holy you are righteous you are pure you are cleansed you are forgiven you are redeemed you are healed you are delivered in the name of jesus by the power of the holy spirit the lord bless you the lord keep you the lord cause his face to shine upon you I see a pen writing on a paper and I see the word approved of God approved of God you are approved of God your holiness is approved of God your righteousness is approved of God your life is approved of God the prayers that you are praying they are approved of God be bold be confident <laughs> he hears you all the time he hears you all the time he answers you all the time approved of God children of God we are approved my fellow holy ones we are approved we are approved our holiness is approved our righteousness is approved our purity is approved you don't have a reason to fornicate you don't have a reason to steal you don't have a reason to sin it is not your nature don't act outside your nature be yourself 
be pure be holy be righteous it is you you are holy you are righteous you are god's holy people you are god's favorite holy righteous pure daughter don't allow any foolish boy to abuse you in the name of love and abuse your heart your heart is precious to god secure your heart for jesus secure your heart for the spirit oh i see a wind blowing i see a strong wind blowing may i fall among us para and i hear in this spirit this wind will cause my people to bear fruit this word that you have heard today it will cause you to bear fruit you will bear fruit you will be kind you will be merciful you'll be long-suffering you'll be gentle you'll be forgiven yes you will bear fruit because of this word because this word is turning on god's switch in your heart oh maraba shanda you will be spiritual oh you will be spiritual you will see visions you will dream dreams you will have encounters maraba shibara chibranda i see the strong wind and i see fruits i see fruits i see trees bearing fruits and i hear the spirit sing they will bear fruits and indeed you and i we will bear fruit that befit repentance we will bear fruits we will bear fruits you are bearing fruits <laughs> you are bearing fruits i see boldness i see boldness i see boldness i see low self-esteem like a cloth being removed from people low self-esteem and i see high confidence a garment of confidence being put on people they will not understand the reason for your confidence they'll ask why are you so bold why are you so confident and you say because i am right because i am righteous because i am because i am born again because i am an ambassador of the new creation god has assumed responsibility for my life i see i see trucks 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 with things coming to people and the lord said in this season you and i we will surely know that he has assumed the responsibility for our lives he will supply us with all our needs he will deliver us from every evil oh yes it is happening right now it is happening right now right now supernatural manifestations supernatural manifestations supernatural manifestations some of you certain dreams that you've been having you will not have them again people who are having dreams that people are sleeping with you things are chasing you from tonight it ends tonight it ends right now it ends right now it ends right now 
you are totally separated from that dream and its influence. You are born of God. You are the seed of Christ. Magraseferiantai. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for tonight. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for this word. Thank you for making us agents of light. In the name of Jesus. God bless you for listening. Maranatha, the Lord comes.